welcome to Hog Talk. It's my Hog Z Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, all sorts of awesome and synchronized dancing. My name is yeah. Danny Shepard and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons starting with Adonis <gasps> Jebediah <gasps> Lewis. That's weird. It's not even my middle name, but what up, dude? And Noel Guantanamo <laughs> Shefflinburg. What, what's popping, y'all? Let's get it. Who it is? I am me. And last but certainly least, Jeremiah Leesworth. <laughs> <laughs> this was amazing. Yes. Yeah. But definitely you guys like that, that cold opening or yeah. whatever? <laughs> whatever that was. I'm <laughs> hey, not quite sure what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching the show. Thank you for supporting us. If you guys like the show, just want to let you know, we released a bonus episode yesterday. So you're getting two episodes this week. That one was sponsored by Loot Crate. So thank you, Loot Crate. And uh, check us out. We opened up the box, talk about the Flash's costumes, and that uh, all came out yesterday. So Hell yeah. uh, Today, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. Before we do, if you like the show, please support us over on Patreon. We really appreciate it. It helps make... Help us helps helps mm-hmm. us make all the sweet content that we produce for you guys, yeah. including the big video that we've been working on for many moons mm. and many a uh, fortnight, many many a fortnight, and uh, which is finally starting to get come together. I just received the costumes, which me, Jeremy, and Noel could not help ourselves but try on. Yep. <laughs> and Anytime we get new costumes, we always have to try it on. Always try it and on. And we always even have to if take it's pictures. Not, yeah, it's not meant for us, even. No. no. We just have to try yeah, it on. Noel and, Noel and Jeremy aren't even in the video. I'm the only one who's in the video. <laughs> oh, crap. And, <laughs> and they were like, we need to try these costumes on. But yes. don't worry, guys. Before the video drops, as soon as we announce what it is to everyone who's not a Patreon backer... Uh, we will um, dance if we want to. Mm-hmm. We will be doing a yeah. show wearing those costumes because we thought it would be funny. Yeah. So uh, does that mean we have to wear the helmets? No, we don't have to wear the helmets. Okay. That, that would be for whatever cool. it is we're doing. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I wonder if anybody will be able to decipher what it is based off of that word. Indiana a lot Jones. of people wear helmets. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Could Probably. we be stormtroopers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're Pokemon. Wearing helmets. Maybe we're ex- piloting X-Wings. Maybe we're, what else? Who else wears helmets? Maybe we're... Uh, Bi- maybe we're bicycle riders. Maybe we're bicycle riders. Bicycle! We're Bicycle! I want to ride... We're doing a Biker Boys video. <laughs> yeah. If you like the show and really want to support us, check out the t-shirts we have over at districtlines.com slash ismahawk. We are coming out with a couple new t-shirts at the beginning of next month. And uh, they are pretty sweet. One is uh, they're sack as frack. They're they're huh. they're themed. We're starting to make more themed Ismahawk shirts. So you're gonna see our logo themed in different characters. So like yeah. it'll always be our logo. It'll always say Ismahawk, yeah. but it'll be we'll have a Batman theme shirt, maybe a Harley Quinn theme shirt. If you're a Patreon backer, you've already seen what we're working on. Uh, if you're a Patreon backer, you've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. If you're not a Patreon backer, you're seeing a lot less. So which is still uh, dope. Mm-hmm. Which uh, only donate to Patreon if you have a couple extra bucks to spare, guys. It's it helps us out immensely. But if you can't support because you need to pay your bills, pay your bills, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like extra. Live, you do you, baby. yeah. Don't, we don't want anybody <laughs> suffering you, you just so we life. can. Yeah, yeah. Live your life, be happy, and we'll we'll get we'll love others. Yeah, love each other. Everybody, be nice to each other, and love me. Everyone's too mean. <laughs> no, me. everyone hates you. Speaking of mean people, let's talk about. Star Wars, mm. Rogue One, that was, a Star Wars story. I guess that was a great mm. segue. Yeah, I yeah, sure. don't a know Shep way. So uh, they said that this movie is going to be a film that takes place within the Star Wars universe. What? I'm out. See you guys. Wow. Right. See you. Yeah, that's crazy. 
That's so you're saying that, that it's a Star Wars story? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> one would even go Shit. as far to say that it is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Hmm. So next topic. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, uh, so they just released that promo. Mm, uh, yeah, that yeah. was like a behind the scenes promo, and which people were so excited for the trailer. But then this came out. It's like I kind of like this better than a trailer <laughs> right now. Did they release a new trailer? No, no they didn't. They, there is no new trailer. They, they showed a trailer at Celebration to whoever was at Celebration. Yeah, yeah. A Celebration um, exclusive. Which was, I mean, which is pretty dope. At the same time, people that traveled and went there to yeah, that's cool. That I understand whatever. that. So um, <laughs> those are the for, true Patreon backers. Yeah, exactly. And then some of us that really just wanted to be selfish and watch the trailer too, we were just like, <laughs> jerks. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. That that video was. This awesome. is going to be the first Star Wars movie without an opening crawl. That the opening it, is that official. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Me I'm too. not. They said that they they're gonna they think they're gonna do that with all the spinoffs. I'm not to kind of set it apart from like the Star Wars. Can like but you, know, you think that all the Star Wars? I mean, the shows don't have uh, the opening crawl. The shows aren't movies. I feel like I feel like Star Wars as as a movie. That opening crawl. Sets, sets the, the tone. tone of what the yeah. movie is. Like people that go into this movie don't know What's what gonna... time is the movie is going on in. So mm-hmm. for them to know, like, oh, it takes place during this part of the storyline helps them immensely. Like if if episode seven happened and it was no crawl, people are like, Where the fuck is where is where's Luke Skywalker? Yeah, where is this on? What's happening? But we have no, no idea. There's an infinite amount of possibilities. Totally. So, like, I feel like the crawl is like detrimental. I'm gonna to go ahead and throw this out there. No other movie has an opening crawl like Star Wars. Star Wars gives you three paragraphs of exposition mm-hmm. just in the opening crawl before mm-hmm. you start watching the movies. It's like an overture. Yeah, other mm-hmm. movies just tell you the story in the movie, mm-hmm. which I think they can do. I think they. I mean, I other movies that. have gone, have you know, done it's really do, well. It's tricky to do with really large sci-fi or fantasy movies even like iRobot like at the very beginning they lay like there's like a screen that like sets up like the three laws of the universe of the robot universe and True. there's there's other sci like I can't even think of anymore but there's other sci-fi and fantasy uh, movies Blade like, Runner Blade Runner perfect yeah. example you also have seven movies establishing this world mm-hmm. where you can sort of call upon that and I feel like they you'd hope that people would be able to get that this takes place pre a new hope mm-hmm. i feel like Revenge that's the, the problem is like even we're still a little sketchy on the timeline exactly you said it was six months before the episode four apparently it's about six months to a year or something yeah, like that so it's fairly close before episode that's four what I'm saying. like but most people like it was so funny some people i work with they're like oh so like so i didn't see ray in the trailer and i had to explain to them that <laughs> it's not episode eight it's so also like, called yeah. rogue one rogue one is the official title yeah mm-hmm. but but when they say a star wars story they're like oh, so nobody knows what that means mm-hmm. like people that aren't film buffs that aren't star wars like diehards yeah aren't gonna know it like mm-hmm. they're just not like so i, I feel like it's, it's one of those things but even still like just the nostalgic value of the crawl like that mm-hmm. like gets you ready like okay this is a star wars movie okay and i okay. just feel like it's one of those things where i'm like okay like yeah, there's movies without the crawl. Yeah, but I feel like it's like it's so such a Star Wars thing. When does Star Wars Rebels take place? The show, a few years before. Uh, it takes place during that. It says during during a Rebels. few years before what? A few years Dude. before A New Hope, I think somewhere around there. Got it. It says that Star Wars Rogue One takes place at the same time as Rebels. May nod to it. Hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, I really like the behind the scenes. I think the thing that stood out to me the most, besides this looks like Saving Private Ryan with Star Wars, yeah. is, which is, awesome. which is awesome because Saving yeah. Private Ryan is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, I forget that intro action scene set mm. the bar for intensity yeah. in in a an action scene for me like That's that scene set the bar for like just chaos in a battle like yeah. a battle yeah is mm-hmm. what that was you just like everything there's so many things going on every time you turn your head like you see someone the guy like get shot in the head and he's like oh, and then get shot in the head and you're just like Dang! Like, <laughs> uh, so good. It's not anyway. even a battle. It's just a bunch of kids trying to make it up a hill. Yeah, it's really, much, it's, yeah. really it's it's more a slaughter. Yeah, it yeah. is a slaughter than anything. Most definitely. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the thing that stood out to me the most was I didn't know Donnie Yen was blind in this movie. Mm. I didn't mm-hmm. know his character was blind. That was totally the first time I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, have they talked about that? Have they revealed that in the past? Uh, they've revealed it. Before. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard like rumblings, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is sort of a con- upon I've, this planet. I felt the tremors. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was like more of a confirmation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or did they I mean, already already it? Yeah, they, they already confirmed it yeah, because confirmed like it. the official set photo or like mm-hmm. the uh, the cast photo or whatever. Like you can see that. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I, I guess I never looked at his eyes. I just was just like, yeah. oh hey, it's Donnie Yen. Cool. He's got a bow staff. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably gonna sick. do some martial arts, which is gonna be so sick. They were talking about because he's blind that there is rumors that things that I've read that saying that he is not force sensitive but he can still sense what's around him so and i feel like it's one of those things where he said that he doesn't supposedly he doesn't believe in the force or he believes in the force but he isn't a force user huh so interesting i'm i can't knows, wait yeah but i can't I, wait to see these characters and like how they fit into this world and what they believe just in. a ragtag team yeah this man. is cool like, I yeah, like this. Whitaker's character yeah. looks worn down yeah he's yeah. been through a lot yeah he's seen some shit and I feel like the, okay. for, for whatever, I think like too, like it had this vibe of like what you were talking about, like this war film mm-hmm. yeah. with like a hint of like this Guardians feel to me, like this whole like putting it, this team of guys together mm-hmm. to to take on whatever it is that they're taking on. It feels like, um, like, uh, it's almost like their own little suicide squad because yeah. this mission, you probably not going to come back from yeah. it. Mm-hmm. There's a very good chance. Yeah. A hundred percent chance. That's like mass effect 2 with their suicide mission yeah you were talking mm. about that mass That's effect 2 the redemption the redemption the resmalition the redemption raid the redemption uh i'm excited to see, i think donnie yen is his character is the one i'm most excited to see me too because i think like as soon as i found out he was blind again i didn't know he was blind until mm-hmm. now uh i am just excited to see what they do with him how they do things with him. I think bl- I actually think blind characters are pretty cool, especially yeah, yeah. when they're like badasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. like it's always cool to see that because it's like, oh, this is a this is a disability, and watch this guy, you know, not give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like using his like crazy skills, and like mm-hmm. you know, they didn't cast Donnie Yen as a blind guy to have him stand around and talk. Yeah, you right. Bow staff is not a walking well, stick. Yeah, yeah well, that bow staff is going to be, be fair. Like, shit out of just to be fair, freaking episode seven. They cast the guys from the Ray of Redemption to do absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah, that You're was kind of And upsetting. I was like, what? why did you do that? I was so upset with that. Same I was here, like, man. They're such badasses. Because when I heard the news before the movie came out, I was like, oh my God, th- there's, there's going to be, be a crazy yes. action scene. And I was like, and what? what? They're just running away what? from I was so upset. Yeah, they really just <laughs> did ran they away. Did they die? I don't think they died. They, it didn't show that they died, but... Okay. 
it's implied that they didn't yeah, make it because those you monsters never got them. But who knows? Interesting. Batman. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. I loved episode seven. That was my least favorite scene. Like, that was the scene I went, yeah. oh, well, if I need to go get up and go to the bathroom, I'm going to do it during the scene. 100%. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that, that yep. scene, I was just like, it kind of broke away from the main plot. Yeah. And I was really invested and excited to see what mm-hmm. happens next. And it was really just them running away from fictional, like, tentacle monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, well, yep. I, 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 I can take or leave this. I've seen enough anime to see where this is going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Lol's hentai. Barkles. Lars Barkles. Lars. What? <laughs> Lars Barkles. Yeah, bro. Sweet. Jeez. So, uh, do you guys think that uh, Felicity Jones is Ray's mom? No. No. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We were talking or about... Grandma? Um... What's his name? Mads Mikkelsen's character mm-hmm. is the same, has the same first name as Starkiller in the Force Unleashed. The Force Unleashed game, who, if you didn't know, was Darth Vader's apprentice. Mm-hmm. And also, if you didn't know, Starkiller, actually, never mind, not going to spoil the game. But yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. He and has, then... so he has the same, Mads Mikkelsen's character in Rogue mm-hmm. One has the same first name, and the last name is Ursa, which is Jin's last name, too. Who's Jin? Jin is Felicity Jones' character, the main, main character. character of Rogue mm. One. Oh, so they're probably related. Yep, probably related. A... I don't know how, like, what Galen Urso? Galen Urso is supposed to be the father. That's what they talked about at Celebration. The Faja? Okay. The father. So, <sighs> not nice Nicholson. Alan Tudyk, dude. Which is really So, do you think Jin is Force-sensitive? I, there's always a possibility. She just, did say, may the force be with us. And only, from what I can recall in the past, only four sensitive characters have said that, right? I I don't think that's no, true. Because okay. what's no, his name? It's always... Han said that before, too. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finn so. said it, remember? He said it in episode seven. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, no. He said, we'll use the force. Okay. Yeah. That's not how the force works. works. <laughs> so good. <laughs> And then Chewie, we're, oh, you're cold. <laughs> That's not how the force works. <laughs> he just seems like the most curmudgeonly old man. And he's just like, he's just a grumpy old man. Yeah, we'll just use the force. <laughs> no, that's not what? how that works, you That idiot. was such a great scene. I loved, I loved, I don't care what anybody says. I freaking loved episode seven, man. Yeah, episode yeah. seven's fave. I, yeah, that's I actually my favorite seven. Star Wars movie. Same. But yeah, no doubt, for sure. For episode shout. seven was how I imagined episode is not how I imagined. Um, episode 7 is how I s- saw Star Wars as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at it now and you're like, oh, wow, these uh, special effects are, like, really dated. Right, yeah. And you look at episode 7 and this is how I thought Star Wars looked mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it now and it's like, oh, yeah, this is Star Wars. And then you watch the old ones like, oh, man, the, this is Star Wars too, but it just feels right so dated in mm-hmm. comparison. But, like, the way the X-Wings move and the way they fight and the way they sound. It's like, that's always how I thought that it was when I was a kid. You know what I mean? So when I saw episode seven, it was like... In episode seven, if you felt so much more... Like, there's a shot where, where Finn is like... Like smacking stormtroopers and then watching Poe oh like God. destroy like that, that shot is... was so sick and brought you into that world like yeah. you were you were Finn or you were Ray or you were Poe that like, was the sickest shot in the entire movie yeah. I lost my shit <laughs> every time I saw I saw the movie five times yep mm-hmm. every time I was like <laughs> you can yeah. complain that episode seven is rehashing episode four but see but that's a smart move because J J uh, Abrams had the insurmountable task of trying to 
create a new Star Wars movie that brings in new fans, mm-hmm. but also can appeal to the old. Yeah, you wanted to something new. We did get something new. We got it was called Star Wars Episode One, and guess what? Everybody hated it. <laughs> yep. So. But the thing was, like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of rehashing Episode Four, but that's to kind of update you. Like it's been <laughs> what thirty years since yeah. that yep. since then. So it's like you're trying to bring that old world into modern day and bring in new audiences, and now those audience like you have a new generation yes yeah who are fans and 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 you have a new generation of characters too that you have to establish in a way that you would have established them in episode four because yeah just something that's relatable Mm -hmm. and so it's like passing the torch now going into episode eight and nine they can literally do whatever they want Yeah, episode eight like these characters like you get to dive deeper into Mm -hmm. these characters they said that episode eight is going to be the very first star wars movie to take place directly after the events of the previous movie yeah, so so I wonder if an opening crawl is even necessary for that one too. They're just gonna <laughs> sum up the last movie, probably. They may or sum up the last movie or, or say nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that post? Yeah, yes. that was so great. I was like, fair enough. I love that. Um, I'm so like, all right. So Rogue One, so far, what I've seen from that, the BTS, I guess you could call it trailer. Mm-hmm. I love because I've always liked. Uh, most people didn't like the Godzilla movie. Some people did. Some people didn't. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Gareth Edwards knows how to shoot scale. Yes. Like, he yeah, can he immerse does. you in something so, so beautifully where you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like, mm-hmm. so like the shot, like when we saw, I didn't know how much he was actually behind the camera, like just in it, in it. Yeah. And like, you see shots of him just like on camera with on the camera, dolly. fucking ready to go. And yep. was like, that is so dope to me. Same. Like, mm-hmm. I, want I, a, I, was, I want a director that's hands on and like British was, filmmaking is definitely a different style from america totally it was just so dope i was like okay like he's invested mm-hmm. like you could tell it's dude is like dude, hardcore do you remember the halo jump scene in godzilla mm-hmm. and that that was intense yeah i can only imagine what that beach scene in rogue one feels oh, like in theaters. as those yeah. uh it's gonna be cray isn't when it they a new jumped out of the plane mm-hmm. yeah 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 that what, was so sick uh what are the new walkers called or not new, but um. Um. Sometimes they call them ATSDs. walkers. Sometimes they call them uh, zombies. Zombies. Sometimes yeah. they call them Zeke. Yeah, g- uh, geeks. They mm-hmm. call them. Um, All right. Uh, biters. The undead. Uh, yeah. My God. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what they're called. I have absolutely no. All right, clue. moving on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, this movie looks jawsome. Jawsome. Street Sharks. Oh. Street Sharks reference. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but so, the, No, go ahead, dude. I was gonna say the uh the action scene on the beach looks like it's going to be intense. Yeah, it looks yeah. ridiculous. You think that's how they're gonna open up the movie? That's the opening? Do you think? How would I mean <laughs> that that's a hell of a way to grab your attention. Yeah, that's a hell of a saving private Ryan moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean uh, that would be pretty cool. I have no complaints against that if I mean, I just hope they don't blow their wad right at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, they got they still have Darth Vader, so true, mm, which we haven't seen. So they have a big wad left to blow. So <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see Star- Darth. Yes. Please, God, don't show me Darth Vader in the trailers. I don't plan on watching them anyway. But he's in the trailer that they that they already announced. Oh, really? The earliest release. He's in the trailer. Why? Is we it know like what the Darth Spider-Man Vader looks reveal? like? Yeah, it's it like the like Spider-Man reveal or like his in shadow Civil or War, some, probably. Yeah. Or maybe his breathing. Yeah, exactly. 
all I know is I really want to know what the grading looks like on that beach scene. Because, like, we see the shot of them taking the shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder how they're, how it's going to be graded. Like, is it going to be, like, yeah. a really, like, intense, like, war type of grade? Or is it going to be, like, how it looks very tropical? Like, yeah. I'm like, I really want to know. That'd be cool if, like, what the, the tropical tone... contrast to, like, the destruction that's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. That'd Dude, be pretty dope. It yeah. looks violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really yeah. excited about. Not because I love violence, but because... I feel like the battles in the first three, not first three, the uh, the prequel mm-hmm. Star Wars movies were very PG. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It like was extremely flashy. Yeah, it was extremely flashy. Like they it's were a different style. It's brighter. It's lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Almost. it's like they're in a giant pit coliseum area. There's mm-hmm. like lightsabers everywhere. They're killing a bunch of robots. You don't right. see what you think imagine what it would be like yeah if you were in a coliseum with a bunch of alien creatures trying to eat at you and stormtroopers and droids yeah or not stormtroopers droids killing like mm-hmm. shooting there at were you. clone troopers in there yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're right yeah. yeah like everyone shooting at you and you're in the middle of the whole thing That'd be pretty terrifying. That would be terrifying because yeah. you can get shot or hit at any moment and yep. you could die. Yeah, and it's like this. It w- It just felt like that was. It was brighter. It was more colorful. Dude, cool. can you? Hey, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, we just got a confirmation about cast uh, in our uh, in our big video, and uh, look who just said yes. Nice, dude. Oh. Yes, guys. <laughs> It's uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. Oh, bro, bro, one of, one of our, if. So the goal was to get some of our favorite YouTubers to be in this video, and some of our favorite internet personalities. Mm. And it's cool when they say yes. <laughs> so that's all you. Get. It's a pretty right. beast video though. So if somebody says no, they're missing it. They don't. They're missing it. They're if they say no, it's just because they're so busy doing their own thing. I mean, uh, we've already announced. Fair that. enough. But it's awesome. Though. Yeah, I think so. we've already announced that kind of funny. Greg Miller and Tim Geddes are going to be in it, mm-hmm. and like they have a really tough schedule coming on board. They yeah. are, they are literally, like getting off of a plane, then going straight to L.A. to shoot. Dang. So, they are. Yeah, they're definitely making like a huge sacrifice to be in this project, Zam. but they just want to do it. So it's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, anyway, back to Rogue One. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to uh, cut us off there. That so, was just got me really excited. Back to Star Wars. Like, in that Coliseum scene in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. yeah. can you imagine what that scene could be like if it's following uh, Obi-Wan's perspective in the yeah. style of Jon Snow in the oh, Battle, of, Battle Bastards. of Bastards? Oh, oh man. That'd be so sick. That'd be so sick. That'd be crazy. That would be intense. So, that, I, that... I would like to see Rogue One f- make us feel that yeah dire feeling yes. i would love that that chaotic I mean, yeah, it's funny after seeing the battle of the bastards and, and just like watching action and making action mm-hmm. stuff more consistently like i feel like we learn from every video mm-hmm. and some of the action we introduced in our earlier videos was kind of mindless mm-hmm. and then as we keep getting better and more experienced we try to motivate each movement more yes. motivate all the action mm-hmm. why does this character do this what is this character doing what is yeah. what is there like tell a story even in if the there's fight. action right. you're still trying to tell a story right mm-hmm. Which in the older Star Wars battles, it just felt like mindless, flashy. It was just spectacle. Spectacle, yeah. It, it wasn't just story. felt like that. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a problem, but I felt like Man of Steel's action scene, as great as it was, suffered from that as well. Mm-hmm. And that most of it was just them bashing each other through buildings, right. destroying shit, mm-hmm. instead of 
instead of like a motivated i mean granted there were story points to the fight Mm -hmm. but every movement every punch was not a calculated movement which in and what i mean by it is like you watch the battle of the bastards in uh the game of thrones episode every movement every strike sort of pushes the story sort Mm -hmm. of uh, builds the intensity granted that's a different type of project that's a different type of battle Uh, it shouldn't be compared in that sense but i mean like that level of intensity how it makes us feel as we watch it like i need to see that that. thought behind each Mm -hmm. exactly attack it's like it's not just in the if you look at the script sometimes you read a script where it's like and an action scene happens Mm mm-hmm and then you read a script where it's literally every single beat of the action is written down. Because mm-hmm. it's a story Because, yeah, because yeah. you're telling the story through action. And so you can't just hit action scene here. <laughs> it's, you're telling, like, all the minute yeah. matchups we write are literally, like, like frame for frame breaking down the steps of, of the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that, that our goal is to accomplish, hopefully, eventually, what they're accomplishing in these big projects that we really respect. Yeah. So, with these scenes, uh, there's a great video on YouTube. I don't remember who it was from. Probably Screen Junkies, where they break down uh, why the Battle of the Bastards it's, is so great at storytelling. Or mm-hmm. compared to how Lord of the Rings structure their battles. Mm-hmm. How The way they compared it was, um, in Lord of the Rings, it's like a pyramid. Where at the top, it starts small. And it trickles down, like the actions of one person trickles down to the rest of the battle. So, for example, in the two towers, uh, it starts with like, let's say one character, Legolas, shoots an arrow and kills an orc. And it's the way that they describe it is like, so you see the urukai and the orcs go towards the wall, and the goal is to break down the wall and you know uh, storm the castle, mm-hmm. uh, the stronghold. So. They specifically show you one Urukai with the bomb, put it into a hole in the wall, and to blow it up, you need to light it with a torch. So they clearly show the Urukai running down towards the bomb to light, uh, or with the torch torch to to light light the bomb. bomb. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal. Legolas needs to shoot him down. And even in the middle of a huge battle with thousands of people fighting each other, you still clearly show at the top of the pyramid, Legolas needs to shoot. So... He takes down the Urukai, uh, but then another one comes in, in his place and blows up the wall. So that action of that one Urukai character trickles down to the next part, which is where the wall breaks down. The Urukai storms the stronghold and then trickles down to the bigger battle. As the Urukai storms the stronghold, the battle tide changes where uh, they lose that side of the wall. Mm-hmm. And then it trickles down to the main part of the battle where hmm. the war is being you know pushed to the other side. On the other hand, though... Compared to the way that Battle of the Bastards was shot and portrayed, it was an upside-down pyramid yeah. where the war starts uh, big. You see both sides fighting each other, Ramsey's army and uh, Jon Snow's army. They clash, and in the middle of that clash, the they show like the strategic moves of the battle itself. Like, uh, for example, the archers on Ramsey's side. Mm-hmm. Their action as a ho- uh, the whole army, they launch... The, a volley of arrows to the other side and that in change pushes Jon Snow towards Ramsay while keeping his army back splitting them apart so as that action so that action alone trickles down to the smaller bit of it where Jon Snow is just focused on Ramsay yeah. as a character and then 
to down to the point, the upside down pyramid. Mm-hmm. So See, sick. Each action pushes the story forward and shows character and development. The sa- that's the same exact thing when they stormed Winterfell too, because it was it was soldiers like it was the three of them trying to break down the wall and mm-hmm. like storming all these people, killing all these people, and then it was finally John and Ramsay again. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty sick. Now yeah. compare that to Man of Steel, where it was just punch after punch, just destroying buildings, and yeah. it doesn't really push anything forward, or it doesn't change the tide right. of what and the story is. the fight would stop, they would talk, mm-hmm. something would change. Exposition. Exposition, and then they fight again. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I we all enjoyed Man of Steel at this table very much. Right. But, like, you know, we can all admit that there's a flaw in the way the action scene was, was it was more about spectacle and less about substance. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel the same way about the Hobbit battle. Yeah. Uh, the big same, war battle. Same thing. Oh, scene. five eyes. I, yeah, I yeah. was I was so bored during that fight because... Even all the scenes with Legolas, too. Yeah, I was just like, this is literally just CG characters smashing into each other, and I just don't care about any of them. Yep. I don't care about any mm-hmm. of these characters. I don't care if any of them you died. You don't feel the stakes yeah. in the war. I love steak. And, and me too. Did somebody Steak's say really steak? Good. Um, but wow. like that was, I <laughs> yeah. think that was inherently the mm-hmm. the problem. I think they tried to accomplish that. I mean, yeah. it's like same guy. the The battle, the battles in Lord of the Rings are unbelievable. They're so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. All of them, every single one of them, is so good. And then you have uh, the Hobbit, and I'm just like, why is this the same director, the same characters, <laughs> uh, the same? story the same universe same world but it just doesn't feel good like lord of the rings felt to me mm-hmm. like everything just felt like it was just a money grab a money grab everything was just cgi cg fast like somebody's literally just like let's make this entire movie in a computer and you're just like star wars is doing it right but to sort of bring it full circle because they i feel like they're doing all of that stuff you got that in uh, episode seven where the fight scenes following these characters you're watching their path but it's also connecting the characters together in that shot where you see the x-wings blowing everything to bits mm-hmm. and then you see finn stab that dude he's like that's one hell of a pilot <laughs> <laughs> uh there's totally gonna be a love scene between those two yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be upset one of the That'd one of cool. the dope things though that i like in i think what you were just talking about too like they could easily if they really wanted to for Rogue One or Episode Eight, do as much CG as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. They could if they really wanted to. They tried it; it didn't work. And I, I love that. Like we see Rogue One and all these costumes, and, yes, and all these characters and creatures the and in the sets. I'm just like, yeah, Gareth. I was, just got chills again. Like it was just the care mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. there. The director like, said they can that use there's as much CG as they want. It's just mm-hmm. how they use yeah. it. Yeah, and I, that was the thing that I was most excited about. And I was just like, they. It's this isn't JJ. Like this yeah. is whoever's running the ship, Kathleen Kennedy is like, look, this is what Star Wars is. Yep. Yes. This is what it isn't. This is what it is. <laughs> and I love her for that. So, I love her so much for that. Adore her for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like uh the the prequel films just they were Star Wars and I know a lot of people love them and a lot of people hate them. Mm-hmm. But like just to break it down in terms of the series of films. It's like the aesthetic between the two are just so different. Yeah. And the the what I loved about the original trilogy is really nowhere to be found in the in the prequel trilogy yeah. for me, for me as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the new movies, episode seven, and even just what I've seen of Rogue One, it feels like it's bringing that back. Yeah. It feels like it's my childhood. It feels like yeah. 
watching these movies and seeing stormtroopers for the first time and uh all over again it's like it's just everything is the same but upgraded they're still using (laughs) practical effects Mm -hmm. but now they're mixing it with advanced cgi to give you something that we couldn't get couldn't get and we've never experienced before on this level like you're seeing especially again that x-wing scene in episode seven yeah was so good you just see them flying around Mm -hmm. as a battle's going down on the ground it's like this feels right right the actions of the X-Wing affect what's happening yeah. on the ground. And, and what's vice happening versa. on the ground. Yeah, versa. exactly. And I think that was a sick part. Like, just the, the reason I, I got so excited about that one particular scene is they just couldn't do that back then. Like, that scene could not be shot that way back yeah. then. Yeah, like, no. It's, it's, it's also a different era of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was one of those things where, like, for me, like, people talk about Seven, they're like, you know, some people just don't like it because of the rehashed feel. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I actually enjoyed that aspect. I felt like they took bits yeah. of the original trilogy and made it how it would be done today. Like, and I, that's what mm-hmm. I really liked about it. And I feel like Rogue One is doing some some things like that as well. Obviously, with the characters that are of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have a war film, like it's Star Wars, and yeah. it's a like you could tell it's a war film. Yep. Yeah. And for I, I'm sure. So and I'm excited so for that. hype about that. And like, this is a perfect moment to demonstrate that each action in a battle can affect the tide of the war. Exactly. Because you're literally it's a suicide mission. This mm-hmm. group is going in to try and find the plans yep. and disable whatever it is they're going to. A lot which of Boston's died mm-hmm. to get these plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know people are gonna die yeah. in this and it's gonna be heavy. Yeah. Yep. And I cannot wait. You just chills keep coming. Yeah. yeah. Can you ah. wait, can you just imagine that for a sec? One person or like one small group of people literally turned the tide of the war yeah. and brought the Empire down. Or yeah. their actions caused that. So yeah, here, here's, these here. these people are the true heroes of Star War. That, of the Star they're, War. They're the bastards. So, so here's here's my question. Yeah. Because I remember in the and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you guys will in the comments. Uh in the original trilogy, the Emperor was talking about how everything was calculated by him. Like he knew that they were gonna have you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder and like all to lead Luke to him. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure out like do we see any hint of that? Of of like in the new trilogy right now? No, no, in, in Rogue One. Like, do we see anything of like hints that the Emperor's kind of like allowing certain things to mm-hmm. happen to to do you get think Luke? That- I can imagine that because uh, you know who does that really well? Young Justice mm. in both seasons where the light, the group of um, these villains, yeah, villains, super villains who band it together mm-hmm. and call themselves the light. No matter what happens in each episode and you see uh, the the heroes win the battle or whatever, mm-hmm. or they, they were able to stop whoever villain is they're fighting in that episode. It's like, oh, cool, they won. But then at the end of the episode, they show the light talking, oh, perfect, this is good. It's yeah. following our plan. This is exactly what we wanted. <laughs> and it's like, what are Freaking you even planning? Vandal What's Savage. going on? Season three. Uh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> go watch Young Justice on Netflix. <laughs> That young Jess. Yep. Yeah, but we're well, so close to what I was gonna yeah, say. Maybe, about... maybe get Greg Weissman on the show. Yes, it's it's, it's possible. Actually, it is very he, possible. He said he was down. <laughs> we just need to work out the logistics. Um, who asked? Who asked if he'd be down? At Red Nightwing. At Red Nightwing. Hey man, shout good, out. That's what's on, up. Good on you, bro. You the pimp. Holla back. Holla back. Go. Anyway, Ooh. Rogue One. Oh, what I was gonna say, dude. The the idea that a small band of people turn 
the tide of the war. I love that concept. Me too. And that's why I love Halo Reach. Yes. Are you ready <sighs> for Are it? Are you ready Reach. for Halo Reach? Ready doesn't, doesn't even, even fucking describe it! <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? That's the first Halo game I've ever played. Halo Reach? Really? Reach. Yeah. So pretty Are you ready I, for it? So I wasn't. <laughs> But it was awesome. Like, yeah. And it was funny because one of my best friends, Toshi, is a really big gamer. Tosh Magosh. Tosh Magosh. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's played all the Halo series. Yeah. And some of the guys I was dancing with in the cast for the Jabberwocky show played Halo as well. So mm-hmm. when Reacha came out, I had just got an Xbox at the time. And he was like, you need to play this game. And I knew nothing of the past mm-hmm. story, anything like that. Yeah. So like they kind of caught me up on the story element. Yeah. That game was so fucking sick. Yeah, that game was I dope, dude. I love that game. I blew so many hours on that. That's <laughs> See, probably my favorite Halo that, game. That story, though, like, you know, you already know, because it's a prequel, so you mm. already know how it's going to end. Right. They're going to die. Yeah. Obviously, it's a suicide mission. So, mm-hmm. but then how do they go about completing their mission? Exactly. Yeah. And just a band of six Spartans were was able to turn the tide of the Covenant War. Right. So the dope. three of us actually played that game together. Yeah. It was yeah. like it was like when we first started hanging out together, we were like, dude, let's get we ordered a pizza. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we just started playing Halo Reach and we uh, through went through the story. Hell yeah. yeah. Good times. Such a good story. Jeez. Good. Dude, that trailer for uh the fall of Reach where you see the first Noble Six, the original Noble Six yeah. die, uh with you know, by suicide. Yeah. She's like yeah. Whoa. That yeah. was Heavy. the perfect short film in like what two minutes? Yes. How do you do that? How do you do How that? Do you... <laughs> I still wonder. We're we still just trying. That, we just need to keep working on getting better. Keep yeah. getting there, yeah. man. Keep finding ways to do those short films. Without even any words. Also, how many millions of dollars did they spend on that commercial? It doesn't matter how much money you spend. It was the writing. No, no, I mean, but I, they well, also yeah. had like really dope props and costumes. <laughs> yeah, they do. And location, Probably a couple million, and CGI that, that is far beyond. It's like it's crazy when pe- people often, often tell me I could do Hollywood level CGI, and I'm like, you're just wrong. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I appreciate it, but you see yeah, how good that's these very flattering. Are? But you don't have an eye for CG if you think that. <laughs> I mean, like, there no, there are CG artists who have said that to me too. Like, oh yeah, you could totally get paid for this. Waldman says that to me all the time. I'm like, what? Waldman says that to me. Yeah. Huh. He's like, you should do CG. Waldman full-time. is our cinematography professor who actually works in the industry. Yeah. All I know professionally. is professionally. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Waldman. I don't know this guy, but uh, I'm going to have to agree with him uh, for for sure. I think I think a lot of it, too, comes with budget, what you have the ability to do, the time you have to, yeah. to put mm-hmm. to it. It's not like this is your full-time only thing you're doing. Yeah. It's not like you have millions of dollars thrown into plug-ins and different things that you can get at your, you know. So I really feel if you were put in that position, 100%. I think so. Okay. Uh, so yeah, saying maybe. working as a team, like part of a team. Yeah, yeah maybe part of a team. I, re- I really think so, but... Yeah, you'll well, be on Rotoscope. You know very, very you'll be on Roto duty. I, I don't know how that came <laughs> up. But it's very duty. flattering, but I'm like, the, the guys who are, like, then you watch movies like Star Wars, and yeah. you're just like, fuck. And yeah, you watch dude. shows like <laughs> Game of Thrones, where it's like seamless. You can't tell yeah. that they're CGI. And you're just like, these guys are so much better than me, it is disgusting. <laughs> dude, uh, the Battle of the Bastards, I couldn't tell where the CG started no, or ended. Me Could either. not see the CG at all. I, I have an eye for CG. I like you have it. a CGI. What? <laughs> Seriously, the Your like, eyes aren't oh real right God. now. <laughs> oh, God. When I watch CGI in movies, I can usually pick it apart because I'm used to it. I 
I can yeah, see, I can like spot I, action essentials too from a mile away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can tell exactly where the set extension is, yeah, where it yeah, starts, but, and like what layers are there. Yeah, but that Battle of the Bastards was flawless because when I actually watched flawless. the 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 effects breakdown, I was like, oh whoa, that was CG. That yeah. was that CG. Was CG? Yeah. That was, oh shit! I thought those horses were CG for sure. Those were real. Yeah, Damn. those were real horses. That dude Holy flying crap. off the those horse after he got struck by the sword <laughs> is real. That was real. Horses. You know what's so funny? I I haven't watched Game of Thrones ever. Okay. Um, oh, but my friend, my friend has a he had a, a link to the the Battle of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. He's like, you need to watch this. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, I haven't watched. He's like, just watch it. And so you're saying that's your first that's, experience. That's the only thing that I've seen of the entire series. Oh my god! And I was com- my brain like explode. Tarantino it, bro. Like bro. get that moment and then like go back and it then was, catch up to it. It was just one of those things where I was just like, holy god! And then I saw the breakdown video of like what was and what wasn't, mm-hmm. and I was just like, what? Like what did I just? What this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know if the rest so of the dope. series can live up to that expectation. It, now. it was just so sick though, like. That that's like it's not a it's not movie but it's movie mm-hmm. quality yeah yeah that is hands down one of the probably one of the top five best top five top, top, five, five, top, top five. five top five top five <laughs> best <laughs> action scenes I have ever seen it's incredible ever mm-hmm. this is not best TV action mm-hmm. scene because it is probably that <laughs> it, it is one of the best actions I love love. The war scene That's buff. in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. All the battles in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I like this so much better. It's staggering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like some Saving Private Ryan shit. Yeah, I'd say Saving Private Ryan's it's opening very is one personal. of them. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards is up there. I'd have to say... They also uh, make you earn it, too, because you've had six seasons of just sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they finally give you satisfaction. Yeah. Finally. The elevator scene in Winter Soldier is probably another one of my favorite action oh scenes my God. of all time. Who wants yeah. to get out? I was like, you bitch. Would you get started? Would you, would would you count, want to get out? <laughs> would you count like car chase scenes as action scenes? Yes and no. Uh, I guess, yeah, it, it would count because they're still action scenes. but uh, Not like battle different. fight scenes. Yeah, but okay. it's like, it, I, I'm talking about like battle okay. scenes more. Gotcha. Like uh, either... <laughs> gotcha. Maybe even because I feel like you, I mean I'm counting a battle and then a fight between one dude and like one guy versus like eight guys in an elevator. So. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, okay, young young. I don't know. It, so <laughs> young, sure, young. sure. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a car chase or car scene, action scene that I've been like, this is the best action scene that I've merges ever seen. both action and story. Uh, Drive is. I was gonna say that's exactly Dri- what Drive I was talking is, about. That yeah. scene with the Mustang, you just Bro. hear the engine roaring as he's. So good, dude. Yeah, that's And like you insane. see the car like topple behind them and like in slow motion you see Christina Hendricks like her face is like Anyway. Yeah. Go see Drive, everyone. That movie's great. Yeah, uh, it's actually really but dope. if you don't want to see Drive, download the soundtrack because that is probably my favorite movie soundtrack ever. <laughs> it's it's actually actually really so good. Dope. Um, so Kathy Kennedy said this about Ryan Johnson, uh the guy that's directing Star Wars episode seven. Episode eight. eight. What? <laughs> yeah. He said. She said that he moves the camera just like Steven Spielberg. Ooh. Oh. And she said like he is the perfect, specifically for Episode Eight, the the center movie. She said that he is the perfect director for this job. Oh my god. I was like, right. I wonder if this film will be darker. I think it will be. I mean, they said it. They're zooming in on the characters, like they're they're going into the characters more. And uh, so, someone said uh, the word independent was thrown around, like it has an independent 
movie feel, but like with a huge budget. I love that. I love right. that so much. Right. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was his name again? Ryan Johnson is Ryan Johnson. The, yeah, he did Looper. Looper. Yeah, I love Looper. I like Looper so a lot dope. too. Such and he did he did Jurassic movie. World, right? Yes, Jurassic World. I think he did do Jurassic World. I like Jurassic World. I know a lot of people didn't. I like no, that I movie. Was I had so much Colin fun with Trevor. that. Or yeah. Trevor. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That was oh, weird yeah. parts in the movie, but Which, overall, I had a really good time. Dude, I, I think honestly, people were going in and being like, "I want Jura- the original." It's the same yeah. thing that's going on with Ghostbusters. I want the original Jurassic Park, and I wanted to be just as good. It's like, dude. Let the ju- original Jurassic Park stay the original Jurassic Park. Like it's yeah, that's what the nobody- filmmakers intended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody's taking that away from you. It's just an additional thing. Yeah. Like uh, me and me and Griffin have this conversation because he hates hates Jurassic World, and I'm like, dude, it's like they didn't use any animatronic dinosaurs. I was like, dude, who the fuck? I- <laughs> Visual effects have gotten so good now yeah. that they don't need to do the First animatronic of all, dinosaurs. They did. The Aptosaur at the beginning that was dying, that was animatronics, yep. which was built by uh, the steam, or wow, the team at uh, Stan Winston School oh, of sick. animatronics nice. and oh, wow. you know, stuff like that, nice. which also did, did the animatronics and costuming for like literally every big movie of your childhood. Yeah, Dude, pretty much. I'm not going to lie. I would It would have been dope as hell if they used animatronic uh dinosaurs at least more you know mm-hmm. like move in movement and stuff but that didn't i mean i dude there are not enough dinosaur movies i, yeah, I, I love dinosaurs yeah, and <laughs> i went into this movie wanting to see two big ass dinosaurs fight yeah and me that's too. exactly what we got yep, yep how are you gonna do that with animatronics dude me and easy Truth. bro the second <laughs> the second i saw the trailer Give me the budget i'll do i it. remember turning to jeremy and being like honestly dude this movie could be a giant pile of crap all I want to do is see those four raptors fight a T-Rex. Yep. Yeah. But I just want to see those four raptors fight a T-Rex. And they didn't fight a T-Rex. They fought something worse. <laughs> and, like, and you're like, yeah, okay. And then you see, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm right, down yeah. with this. And then you see, I mean, spoilers for Jurassic World. And then you see, and then you see the, the T-Rex fight another T-Rex. And then the raptor helps them. And you're like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, the ra- and then the raptor and the t- was a T-Rex hybrid. Yeah. The, the yeah. T-Rex oh and the raptor kind of look at each other and like. I right, doubt. Hey, what up? Like, he's, he's just like. And then that giant see, whale. I see, bro. And then yeah. that giant whale dinosaur comes in at the end and finishes them off. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was, that was a like freaking... with Pacific Rim. I just wanted to see big robots battle big monsters. Look, in Pacific yeah. Rim. Look, Dude, but Pacific, Pacific Rim, Rim is dope. In, in yeah. Indisputably awesome. I'm sure there are people who hate Pacific Rim, but I, people, I don't understand. It's so <laughs> awesome. That movie was so sick. Sword activated. And it cuts the wing off. We're out of ammo. Wait, we have one thing left. It's like, it's like oh. No, she yells, I literally, she yells it in Japanese. Yeah, I know. Like, we saw the movie together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I literally turned to you and was like, I'm waiting for the sword. And then just <laughs> as I said that, that scene happened. And I was like, <laughs> I threw my hands up in the air. I was like, this is perfect. This, this, this is everything this I wanted. So yeah, tight. this is exactly what I wanted. Me and Jeremy <laughs> were in the parking lot after we watched that movie talking about how we wanted to make a a robot fight scene so badly <laughs> and how it was never possible. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Well, moving forward, I guess, uh, <laughs> we'll just, I have guess to we'll just have see. to keep on, keep on keeping on until eventually we can get there. Yeah. Mm. So the, <laughs> so corny. that was great. Wait, what? Oh, Jurassic World. Dun, Going dun, back to Ro- Star Wars. Should we like transition to something else? If we're, I mean, we're like, we... no, is there uh, anything uh, more? By the way, Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow, however you say, he's it. doing episode nine, right? Yeah, he's okay. doing episode nine. Which is he? that Go- Gogeta? No, that's 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 Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ryan Colin, did Looper. Ryan Johnson did Looper. Gareth Edwards did Godzilla, who's mm-hmm. doing Rogue One. Rogue One. Is, Dude, I love Godzilla. And apparently they're, yeah. they're, they're going to try to cross over Godzilla and King, King Kong. Kong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I would love the new Godzilla series way more if we could just get rid of Aaron Taylor Johnson. I agree. Okay. <laughs> he, was, like, he was, yeah. Spoiler alert for the Godzilla movie. Aaron Taylor Johnson's not good. I'm just kidding. That's not the spoiler. No, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson was fine. It's fine. It's just like, I just don't really care about you. I would really like to see yeah, a it's not. Yeah, thing. you're right. Yeah. It's not at all Aaron. It's the the character. Like, And also, they kept playing with the reveals with Godzilla, and I'm like, just show the fucking goddamn. Oh, see, it. I love that. See, but see I love. I did. I was like, show him. But Stop I, cutting away. Maybe for but, the first half of the but movie, I, but then I, I want to see him battle. But yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like because if if my mom is a huge Godzilla fan, like she had, Vegeta. like when I was growing up, cool she mom. had every VHS tape of any Godzilla movie that ever existed. Yeah, like, my dad was like a big monster like, movie fan too, hardcore. So mm-hmm. a lot of these movies, though. Because we, we we take a sample size of like every time we've seen Godzilla versus how was he revealed in these movies. Mm-hmm. And he was never just Godzilla. It was never like that. Yeah. It yeah. was always a build up to him fighting something. Mm-hmm. Or it was, yeah. it was like first hour you maybe saw a, a glimpse. It was just story up to that point. Yeah. So in the movie, to me, that's what it felt like. It was like, cool. I just could not get on board with a- uh, with Aaron Taylor Johnson's character. Yeah, like, me neither. And like they advertised it as like it was Brian Cranston's film, and I was yeah. just kind of like, they fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> that that uh, spoiler alert for Godzilla again. Like the fact that they marketed it that way, and then the thing that happened to Brian Cranston's character is just like. No, you idiots, <laughs> stupid idiots. You should have killed off Aaron Taylor Johnson instead yeah. and had Brian Cranston lose his wife and, and his, his son. son. Yep. And now he now he has a personal vendetta. Mm-hmm. That would have mm-hmm. been cool, but it also, would have been way better. Also, better it, when it comes to marketing for movies like specifically with trailers. Yeah. Specifically with trailers, I take the trailers with such a grain of salt because I know it's not going to reflect the movie. Mo- like, most likely, it's not going to be what, what I'm going to see in the movie. It's Sp- all marketing. Yeah, it's all marketing. And, like, the fact that they marketed that way, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, all I got from the trailers was, this is what's going to look like. Godzilla's going to be sick. I didn't really get, I didn't really take away many mm-hmm. stories. Because, like, with Inglorious Bastards, they teased it to be like, this is the movie about Inglorious Bastards. When really, there was just, like, a little chapter of Which the story. Which is why I didn't like it the first time I watched mm-hmm. it. Because I was like, I didn't, yeah. I, I, and feel, that, I felt like, I, dude, I don't align well with that i don't align well feeling lied to yeah I and agree. here's the thing like that's why i don't that's why i don't take marketing so to heart like that because i'm like they they need to get people in seats they just need to make fair money. enough fair enough it looked cool yeah that's what circling back full circle to <laughs> rogue one the trailer or that teaser looked cool yeah dude i try not to think it about felt what very the godzilla about. actually like like yeah. the way like the scale of everything just yeah. the way like the camera that they're using dude that that wide yeah. shot. Yeah, I the love... The are walking, and... Oh, mm-hmm. I love the look of Rogue One. Same here. Like, even better than Force Awakens. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I so. It's I grungy. Love... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's... The tone is grungy, but the texture is clean. Yes. Very, I don't know how to describe very, it. It's crisp. It's crisp. It's, it's super it's, sharp. Yeah. Which... Very detailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, This movie... I probably mentioned this before, but it's shot on Aria Lexa's... Alexa 65, which Shit. is like a large format yeah. uh, digital camera, mm-hmm. and has a different look. 
I mean, dope. that's all I can say without you going, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Without you being like, I don't get what you're saying, nerd. <laughs> nerd. Uh, uh, Star Trek. So, Star Trek is getting pretty good reviews, apparently. Uh, it's been viewed by some peeps. Uh, some and, of them peeps. Do you know how many people have reviewed it so far? I don't know. Young peeps. But I'm about to look on... Uh, While you're looking that up, I just want to say that, uh, to kind of segue this a little better... I love that Star Wars is doing all like practical looking aliens. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I made me so happy when I watched the the good trailer, the mm-hmm. second trailer of Star Trek was uh was seeing that the villain was in full prosthetic makeup. Yep. And yeah. I was like, yes, "Yes, thank you. You could have easily made this a CG nightmare." Yep. And you did. Easily. You made it a prosthetic yeah. wearing villain and I'm just like, "Yes." Who's directing it? Or who directed it? Star uh, Trek? Yeah. Justin, Justin Lin. Lin. Ooh. Fast and Furious. Yeah. He knows his action. The, the reviews are saying that, like, what he brings to the franchise is awesome. Like, he, he can handle action. And he said this is the first time we're sitting, like, these, I mean, spoiler, not really, I mean, we haven't even seen it, so it's not even a spoiler. The, <laughs> the, spoiler. The, the characters are stranded on a planet. Right. On a foreign planet. You get planet. that in the trailer. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and he said just the way he brings this world to life and like around them he's like we get to observe these characters and actually be with the explorers for once Dope. So, i am excited for that too. i am excite uh it has an 88 percent on rotten tomatoes currently okay well so, also went up do you know how many reviews one no i'm Wait, sorry I'm, all, I'm critics. Just <laughs> all critics is 34 it says 91 percentage yep. dude yeah i know that's what i said it said 88 <laughs> Uh, well, it was 88 when I first clicked on it. 91%. It's, so it's changing by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 30, 34 critics. 34? Okay. Yep. 34 critics said positive, 34 critics total. 34 critics total. How many positive, how many negative? How would we look that up? I don't know. It sucks looking it up on the phone because it doesn't give you any information. Yeah. yeah. It's Rotten Tomatoes, odd. fix your app, dude. <laughs> like, have the same information reflect on the website. Uh, Have that information reflect on the app. Like... I don't get it. And they always point you to the stupid Flickster app. Drives me insane. <laughs> Flickster. No. I don't want to use Flickster. A, a lot of them seem pretty high. Oh, this here's one low one. What, what, is it, what, what, is, what does that guy say? What does the low one say? Let's see. A gigantic pile of crap. <laughs> it feels like Fast and the Furious. It feels like Fast and the Furious except with space and aliens and Chris Pine. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. Yeah. That, honestly, I, I, I like that. Actually, sounds great. <laughs> Says that uh, the main villain fails to be interesting until the third act. Okay. And that the the there's a middle area of the movie that just kind of kind of slows down. Okay. All right. That's pretty much what they're saying. All right. So they're Not saying that the say. movie is bad because the villain isn't that great and it slows down a bit in the second half. Yeah. That's why it's a bad movie. That's what that person said. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. like not really that bad. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> a, like that's, it, not, that's like that's a personal thing. Yeah, did you see <laughs> the reviews thing. for Batman v Superman? Yeah, it they is were, like, oh, they were brutal. <laughs> it is like blah blah blah. They so use, slows down in the second half, and the villain isn't substantial until Act Three. Okay, so so it could be. But a lot of people like, like majority of movies ever made. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, yeah, but I mean, that sounds like a movie. Well, that yeah. on what kind <laughs> so, of villains so you're you telling like. me it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, so that also depends on what kind of villains he likes. True. You know, so, but a lot of a lot of people are saying like this is a this is a like Trekkie fans will love this movie. Dope. They're saying that like this feels Dope. like the show. There's like a lot. There's a lot of 
lighthearted humor in it, and it's just it, it feels See, cool. That was the thing, though. So like, I'm stranded on a planet. I don't know why. I'm a doctor, Jim. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, man. Son of I love I love Keith Urban in that role. <laughs> Dude, he's awesome in that role. Oh my god, Keith. Boy, Keith the Urban. Boy Keith Urban. Keith? Yeah. yeah, I love I love Keith Urban in that. All right. Who's I don't Keith? know that his name is Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl. Wait, his name is his name is Keith Carl. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? We're done. <laughs> We're, We're done. done, guys. We're done. Um. So yeah, Star Trek. That that'll be cool. I'm excited though, because like the exploration part is what I feel we've been missing. Yeah, definitely from mm-hmm. it, and that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's their job. Kind of like, it's the new oh. frontier. So yeah, and I feel like those are things where it's like. Don't be upset. All right, guys. I feel like because episode seven was so practical as far as like prosthetic and yeah. all that thing, I feel like that. They took taking a note. Yeah, the I feel like they t- say, you know, let's let's go this route. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm so happy I'm for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. But I'm with it. I'm with it. Shit. Oh, what's no. going on? Sign that. Ugh, that grosses me out. But yeah, I'm excited. My mom was a she's big Monsters fan and Trekkie. Like nice, she had dude. action figures and spaceships. Your mom's and, dope, bro. Yeah, my mom's. She's they're not a, action figures. They're adult collectibles. They're, <laughs> they're figurines. Um, it's like yeah. oh, uh, you and your toys. They're not toys. They're action figures. <laughs> you and your action figures. Not action figures. They're adult collectibles. <laughs> adult collectibles. You and your adult collectibles. No, you're right. They're, I they're always toys. wanted to play with them too. Like always. Yeah. Like all of she had like the. The spaceships, the Enterprise. She had like, the coolest like, toys I that like, you can't have. They're like, they're, they're like the buttons that made the noises and stuff. Oh, man. And like, when you're, when you I was a like kid, that was like the wheel. big deal. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it makes noises? It has lights and like... There are sounds? Like, wow, this is Seven crazy. Seven points of articulation? <laughs> wow, this is crazy. Dude, so, yeah. I'm hype. I'm hype. Nothing, nothing is sadder than when you buy a toy and it only has... Two points of articulation. It's literally like those Dragon Ball Z toys we used to get. It's literally the suit, the Super Battle Collection. <laughs> remember that? And they literally just move their arms like this. Yeah. Like, this is not how these people move in the cartoon. I remember I got a Gohan, and his arms are like this. Just stuck. And they rotate like this. Yeah, they rotate like this, and I'm like, what posing option? You literally have one. What? Why did the arms even move? Because they're like this. They should just be a statue. Yeah. Which I'm fine with statues. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a statue, I'm not going to expect yeah. it to move. <laughs> yeah. You stay still. And if it does, then, then I'll just shit myself. Kids yeah. these days have right. such a luxury. Yes. Like, their action figures have, like, 40, 50 points of articulation. I'm like, what? Yeah. Each finger's move? Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, honestly, that that being said, though, like... Even, like, the Star Wars action figure, they could take out the lightsaber, and now the lightsaber's off. Like, I didn't have that option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was built See, like, in. Certain toys are like that, but if you look at other toys, like, I remember seeing certain toys at the toy store when we were kids and they had tons of points of articulation, they were like $8. Now you pay $15 or $20 for a toy and it has almost no points of articulation. Yep. Then you spend $60 on a toy and those are the ones that are like the fingers click. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the freaking square You can, uh, you can make them blink. <laughs> you can make them blink. <laughs> that's, that's why I was so into Transformers when I was a kid. Yeah, expressions change out the yeah. heads for expressions. You can exfoliate like, his what? pores. So I'm, 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 I'm actually going to show my age really quick. When I was a kid transformers were metal like bro they were metal yeah. so like i had a star scream that i dropped on my foot and it was oh. the worst. <laughs> Ouch, but they were big like they were like this big like yeah. the regular ones now they're like the regular ones are this big and then the, there's like yeah, the ultimate the size. deluxe the, uh, yeah. so like they were all fairly large yeah 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 um, but they're metal and they were hard to transform like they were not easy yeah. at yeah. all and so the, bro 
Oh my god, I wanted one so bad on GundamStoresandMore.com. <laughs> oh man, GundamStores? Gundam <laughs> but uh, Gundam they had more. a limited edition uh, die-cast version of like one of the RX models. Wow. Gundams. And it was like an edition of, what, 3,000 or something? And it's been sold out for since it came out. Wow. Years ago. And I've wanted one so bad. Like a full metal... Full metal jacket? No, Dude, full we metal bought you. we bought you that... Wing Gundam Zero custom, and you still haven't so built it. No. Yeah, I. Oh, no, yeah, you have. And you were no, so we excited. And you it. were so excited about it. I know. When we got it for you. I still haven't built it yet. Do you have a wing custom? Yeah, I have a wing yeah, Gundam dude. custom. One wing slash, Zero custom one was one hundred scale. One of the sickest, sickest Gundams ever. Dude, they Bro. made a band oh. about it. It's called Forever the Sickest Gundams. What? Where's your phone? Water damage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's Tony. Yeah, it's a one one hundredth model. Yeah. Uh, and, another uh, another th- go on. <laughs> go on. Yeah, another, that, that took a weird segue. <laughs> another another thing that has been confirmed and, and announced in the Star Trek world is that there is going to be a Star Trek four. Mm. Paramount has confirmed. JJ Abrams has confirmed. Yep. I don't Star know if JJ is gonna be the Trekkening. Jeez, go on. <laughs> what were you saying? And they say yeah. that your boy Chris Hemsworth is coming back as Yeet. Kirk Senior. Yeet. So yes. and, you're and saying and it's Pine. a prequel? And they say Chris Pine. Pine. Chris Pine is in it as well. So it could oh, be a time travel. Past. It could be a time travel. It could be a parallel timeline. Mm-hmm. It can be in the whole thing in a dream. It could be. It could be maybe like history repeating itself type of thing of like what his dad did in mm-hmm. a so, some similar situation or it could the whole movie could be chris pine watching a video of his dad teaching him how to cook that's true <laughs> playing that cooking <laughs> we don't know you're right you're right I'll go, I'll go with that one we're going with that one guys did you guys did you guys like star trek into the wrath of wrath of khan yes i actually like that movie a lot into the Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Star Trek Two: Into, Into the, the Wrath, Wrath of, of Khan. I actually liked it a lot. I like it. Um, I feel like people. I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> the re- the reason why I feel like some people didn't care for it was because it was obviously the Wrath of Khan. Yeah. And granted, that's probably one of the best Star Trek movies ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probs. It's still one of the same thing we were talking about earlier. Like, do you still have that movie? Like, yeah. Just because Into Darkness comes out doesn't mean the Wrath of Khan does no longer exists anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, I liked some of the things in that movie that like was like the reverse. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't Kirk that was in the thing. It was yeah. it was Spock. And it was just one of the things where it was like, okay, like this is sick. It, yeah, they, but Khan was such a badass. Yeah, he was, dude. Benedict Cumberbatch is oh, he's the batch. Hubert Cumberdale. <laughs> he's wow. the yeah. I made that up. Yeah, you did. Just now. And it was dope, man. I thought it was terrible, but thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, Benedict I liked was sick. it a lot, too. I love that movie. Are you kidding me? Shit. Dude, uh, me and Jeremy, me and Jeremy, uh, we went with our friend TJ, and one of the TJ. things, one of the things, uh, uh, I was like, I was telling him from the beginning, I was like, it's Khan. I was like, it's obviously Khan. He's like, it's <laughs> not Khan. JJ Abrams said it's not Khan. It's not Khan. I was like, I'm telling you, it's Khan. I'm telling you, it's Khan. And we went and saw the He's movie together. He's conning you. And he basically said that if if it's Khan, then I get to slap him as hard as I can whenever I want. Slap in that. life. And then in life. Vice versa. As opposed to if what? It wasn't Khan. Just like it just like there's no expiration date. Right, right, right. right. So he's getting married soon. And uh, I'm one of his groomsmen. And I'm about to ruin his special Dude. day. Right. <laughs> Swift. <laughs> You're gonna do it right as he's saying I do. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my but you god. Have to, but you have to yell Khan as you do it. Khan! <laughs> so the funny good. thing is I know him. He that knows. way he knows that it's coming. <laughs> he probably knows. Khan! 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, no. Slow motion. <laughs> It's just like I watch he'll duck and you'll like hit the person that's marrying them. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy would be like filming the wedding and then you just see like the spit fly from TJ's mouth. Just <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> no, but real talk though, like for those that don't know, Star Trek now was like know. the first movie that Chris Hemsworth like really was like. Yeah, that's the oh, first time I ever saw him. Yeah, and then after that, Thor. Like. Yeah. I was like, yo, but he was even in that very short amount of time. I was like, yo, this dude is dope. Yeah, like I, I liked his character like, immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this dude is tight. This dude's dope. This and then I saw him, and he's a good like, looking dude. Hold on, that's the dude from. Uh, 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 just like that. Yeah. The the uh, the part that I always remember was him talking to his wife as he was like about to crash, Man. and when she was like, we can name him after my grandpa. And he's like, Tiberius. It's a terrible oh, name. It's a terrible name. Yeah. And it's just like it was just. <sighs> It felt he like so, kept his cool. Yeah. yeah, so heartfelt in like a, such a dire moment, mm-hmm. and you're just like, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. You 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 let your kid name, uh, you let your kid take the name Tiberius. <laughs> Hello, Tiberius. So, that was your last your last wish. <laughs> what a good movie! Wow, yeah. Star Trek One was amazing. Yeah, that was I love. I feel like anybody who doesn't like that movie, I just don't understand because it is the perfect cinematic structure yeah it's great for a for the hero's journey it is perfect do, do you think do you think the kirks are going to meet or do you think that it's going to be two different timelines like we're going to be focused on hmm. him and the, like his dad in the past and what his journey and then currently with Cop- i don't think it's going to be that because i don't think they think i don't think that i don't think so either care. i think i think they're going to meet i think mm-hmm. somehow the timeline's going to get fracked up again and then he's gonna meet old Kirk. Yeah. And so do you think he's gonna time travel? Uh, Chris Pine Kirk. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. Or, or even better, not uh, old Kirk traveling to the future, young Kirk traveling to the past. Yeah. That is, I believe, way more interesting. Brap. Hmm. Because what if that yeah. Kirk has to basically guide the events? Oh. Of what happens in order for himself to be born and become the way that he is now, Zion. he has to guide the uh, like his dad into doing what, like that position that like he got into. His, somehow, the, the whole first movie is about him living up to his dad's legacy, mm-hmm. and then the fourth movie would be him basically guiding Setting his dad his to to, become... to basically yeah set that legacy, so then young Kirk could follow that in his footsteps. Kirk. It's like, oh. <laughs> hey guys, if you guys heard that, great. <laughs> okay, whatever that was. If I discovered yeah. what the story is for Star Trek Four, that was um, great. I thought that sounds yeah, sick. Yeah, that so, sounds yeah, awesome. Sounds cool, right? Hey, we should. I hope I'm right. We should film in something like that. Say fuck it. Yeah, let's do it right after this. Let's just let's make Star Wars Star Trek Four ourselves. Star Trek Four Rogue Two. What? Star Trek Four The mm-hmm. Trekkening. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Four for show. Okay, well, uh, we're past an hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, on on your stoop stoop, mm, 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 mm. what? Oh, do we want to let them know when the giveaway is actually going to be wrapping up? Sure. Oh, that was time travel. Maybe. No. No. Jeremy didn't sneeze. Don't please. No sneeze action. I'm not trying to be Kirk right now. 
So yeah. One more week. I know you guys been asking a lot in the comments when the giveaway is going to happen. One more week. We're going to announce the winners. So if you haven't registered for your giveaway, uh, do that. Let it register. In the description. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And we're probably going to be doing more of this stuff in the future. So Hell yeah. Be on that subscription status, girl. G-Unit. Yeah. G-Unit. On that, thank you for watching another exciting episode. If you like the show, please support us over on Patreon.com slash Ismahawk. Pick up our shirts over at DistrictLines.com slash Ismahawk. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Ismahawk. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Ismahawk. But then yeah. follow our personal accounts as well, because you like us as people, right? Follow your favorite. Or follow all of us. Maybe <laughs> all of us are your favorite. favorite. Maybe, maybe you hate all of us, and you just really, just, you want to watch us fail, so you just watch how we sort of crash, uh, and crash into yeah. madness, descend so. into madness in every episode of Hawk Talk. Or into darkness. Yeah. yeah. Follow Jeremy. He's at Jeremy Lee with three Ys. Noel's Keep at Noel the Chef. I'm at Danny LeShep, and Adonis is at I'm Adonis Xavier. Kill it. So, Boom. on that note, we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Bow. Toodles. Team Valor for life. Instinct, baby. Team Valor. Instinct. Shut up. Gyarados. <laughs> that Gyarados life. You, Sklink. Clunk, clink. Clunk, clink, clunk, clink. Clunk, clink. Clink, soldier boy, tell him. No. Clink, clonk, clink, clink, clonk, 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 clink, clonk, clink. Soldier boy up in this ho, wami, way me, wami, whoa, wami, way that soldier boy, soldier boy, that ho. No. Now watch me, you crank that soldier boy. Soldier boy. So you crank that soldier. Little soldier boy. I remember when I was in high school, this was the most preposterous thing I ever saw in my entire life, and it still stuck with me as being just totally absurd. What We were in a, 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 the homecoming dance, which was in the cafeteria, and all of a sudden, this stupid soldier boy song comes on, and everyone just synchronized dancing like high school musical to this song and everybody is doing the like crank that dance and they're all doing it at the same time facing the same direction and i was just my mind was blown i was like this happens in real life did you guys choreograph this together and i was just standing there was like because i never learned all? the dance because i don't care and so I just how see, different how different is that from line dancing yeah, See, like, line dance, but line dance, yeah. that's the thing though, first of all, I actually never saw anybody line dance prior to that, but also, line dancing is meant as a synchronized dance, this didn't see seem or feel like a line dance, you know what I mean? Fair, like this, but, it, but it was a dance, it was a, 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 a very specific dance that yeah. had steps that exactly. everyone memorized. Yeah, <laughs> but I think the thing that just... I think the fact that I was just in the middle of the dance floor just, just like, watching everybody do it, I was like, what uh, is going on here? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah. 